Rated M for Mature. Welcome back to uh, week number eight. I had to look. <laughs> the Player Verse Podcast, episode eight, not week eight. Yeah, it's actually week eight because we're a weekly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Put Talk about uh, gaming news, events, our experiences, and a whole lot more. Uh, follow us on social media. You can follow me at uh, PVP underscore Jameson. And you can follow me at uh, PVP underscore Mother Goose. And if you don't know, that's Brenna by now. Yes. And if you, if you don't know, start over. Yeah. Listen to it. Not necessarily that you need to listen in order, but... Yeah. They're all great. So, you can pick one. Except the first one. Except the first one is <laughs> trash. Uh, good times. And then you can also follow us uh, at Player V Podcast on Twitter and Player Verse Podcast on Instagram. As always, keep reviewing, subscribing, following, rating... Whatever bullshit your site has that you listen to, that, do it. Do the things. Every episode yeah. helps. And other stuff. Do we have any other stuff to talk about? I don't think so. No. End of the month, we're going to try and do <sighs> Steam's Hentai Corner. Yep. Uh, and we'll, we got another bonus episode that we're going to highlight at the end of this episode. Because it will tie in with what we're talking about. So I will save that for the end. Yeah, right? Teaser. Teaser. So we're just going to go ahead and dive on in. Uh, we have a lot of lot of stuff happened this week. It, like little tiny things. Like nothing that big necessarily, but just a lot of micro stuff. Adds up. Yeah. Adds up. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of quick mentions and then we'll dive into a little bit longer stuff. Uh, so first off, Blizzard bans the OK symbol in the Overwatch arena. Yes. Because it's now a hate symbol. White nationalists are apparently using it a lot now, so... They're getting rid of it. It's it's to me it's like one of those things where it's like if you get rid of it, it only makes it that much more powerful to them. Maybe. And what do what do I do if I'm what do I do if I'm mute, and I go it's the, to you, the Overwatch arena? No, no, no. It's the fist on hand. You touch the top of your head. That's what if I don't okay. want to do that? Okay. What if I want to give an okay symbol? Well, then Does that mean I'm bad. doing hate speech when I send it out and you do a text be. to people? You might be now. Oh my god, I didn't even think about it. Text messages. Or what if I do it on my thigh and you but look and I gotta punch down. you twice it's now? It's upside down. I punch swear you twice to god. now. I punched you twice. Abuse? I would like to call abuse. There's a white nationalist in this room. <laughs> that really hurts me. <laughs> Especially because it relates to what we're talking about at the I end know, of the episode. Right? Uh, so yeah. Silly stuff that unfortunately happens in people our society. Suck. Yeah. yeah, that's just pretty much the bottom line. Yeah, fuck you, people. Yep. Uh, a political lobbyist was banned from playing Eve online for corruption. Yeah, he was uh, an attorney, and they say that it was pretty much you know virtual insider trading. Yeah, he was giving away confidential information from one alliance to another, and they perma banned him. Yeah. So I wonder what other government secrets he's doing. I know. As he said, as an attorney, no one's ever filed a complaint against me. It's like, well, yeah, you're an attorney. <laughs> Doesn't mean you aren't doing shit wrong. If yeah, someone hasn't exactly, caught you yet. right? Uh, also, uh, NVIDIA has announced a new GPU. Yeah, they said it's, well, it's going to be kind of a bridge between the 2080 and the 2070. Uh, so it's going to be that middle ground since there is a 200, you know, price... $200 uh, dollar price gap between them. 
the specs are kind of funny right now. They have it leaked, but uh, everyone keeps saying, you know, until we have it in our test bench, then we're not going to really know what it is. Yeah, uh, it's another graphics card for a computer, but honestly, yeah. why spend the money on that? Either get yourself a 1080 or get yourself a 1070, you know? And Did I say 10? These are 20. 2070. 2070. I said 1070. Yeah, okay. That was my bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get yourself a 2070 or a 2080. Don't waste the money on a 2070 Ti. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. And the best practice is always to get a little bit lower end of a graphics card and just get two of them, and then it outperforms everything else. Yeah, that would be the best idea, honestly. That would, yeah. It's, it'll usually, if you get the lower end ones too, it'll come out to the same price as whatever the high model is, and you will get better performance than the high model. Yeah, but then you have to run like SLI bridges and stuff like that, which is a little bit more complicated, but... They made it pretty easy to do now, especially if you're using the same card yeah. type if you're using the same card type it'll be a lot easier only do it if you're using the same card yeah type. that would be, i oh my god i can't even imagine the headache that might ensue yeah. if you try to plus oh, it would look gross yeah i want to get a second 1060 for mine but uh moving on yep uh playstation after months of rigorous beta testing <laughs> you can now change your name <laughs> so excited I found it so ridiculous that they had to have, like, six months of beta testing it. <laughs> For, like... Like, it seems like a feature, like, you just kind of turn on and turn off. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like something that should be fairly easy. I mean, you just have to write an algorithm to have everything else be, you know, changed, but... So, a feature that Xbox introduced almost two decades ago. Shut up. <laughs> uh, PlayStation has finally caught up. And, uh... They're too busy making really great exclusives. You know what? Exclusives suck. <laughs> and uh, so first time is free, and then you got to pay for after that. They give yeah. you a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get you hooked. You got to get a pay. And then it's like $10 a pop after that. Yeah. Uh, numbers also came out for Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and in the first 10 days... Two million. Two million copies. Uh, and it's doing really well. Players are enjoying it. Players are hating it. But that's normal with all Dark Souls games. I feel like everyone kind of shut up about it being really hard and have gotten past it. Get good, kid. Yeah, exactly. Stop yeah, sucking. Good. Sucks to suck. Uh, there was also a like special like close knit developer conference in Croatia this week, and uh, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, a couple of the developers were there, just you know, talking, and uh, the creator for the Souls games in Sekiro. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is like Miyazaki, uh, who owns From Software, says that his next game, he would like to make it more story-driven, like Red Dead Redemption 2. And he specifically said, like Red Dead Redemption 2, rather than how the Soul games are... Uh, kind of like a side-scroller almost. It's like, it, the, he, the way he described it was gameplay-driven story. So, like, there is, like, a small little story, but it's all only done by gameplay actions. Yeah. So you could run through and play the whole game with very minimal. So is he saying he wants to do an open world, or does he want to be a sandbox game? I don't know, but he wants it to be very story-based, and that to influence a lot of the actions in the gameplay. That's going to be really hard to switch it up, at least for the developers and the people that have been working on these games. I have It's faith. a whole new set of coding. It, it's, it's not, a whole new engine. It's not really. It's use. just it's just flipping what they already have. It's just rather than you know me 3D. running around 
clearing levels, yeah. I get quests and that kind of stuff. Well, it's just the idea of everything. If they were to do the sandbox, then you know all these events would be simultaneous and things. Their like levels that. have gotten progressively bigger. I think Dark Souls Three has some pretty large levels, but uh, yeah, they probably have to use a new engine. But I would be all down for it. Like, can you imagine like Skyrim meets Dark Souls? That's would be in the ultimate game right there. Oh my god. Like the yeah. story of Skyrim with Souls-like combat. <sighs> Say goodbye to the world. For real. Ugh. For real. Uh, also this week, uh, Epic Games snatched uh, Jason West, who is the co-founder of Infinity War and Respawn. So I don't know what he's going to work on for them, uh, but those details just kind of leaked. I'm sad that he went to such a trash company, <laughs> considering he has done great things uh, with Infinity Ward and Respawn, but I feel like they will power on in his absence. And speaking of Respawn, uh, people have found out that they quietly slipped in a... It was accidentally, actually. They didn't mean to get it into the patch. Uh, they were beta testing a cooldown period for people who quit matches in Apex. Yeah. So if you quit out before you've died or whatever, uh, and you do that, I think, two or three times, like three times or more in a row, they hit you with like a five-minute cooldown, and I think it stacks the more you do it. That's fantastic. Which, since that is, since they announced that, I mean, just in the last couple days, I've had, you know, in each session, I've had at least two or three players leave games, like right at the start, too, before we even dropped, and that's... That's always the toughest part because that's when you need that third player the most is when you're scrounging for loot with all those other squads. Yeah. The numbers really make a difference. Later in the game, if they quit out, it doesn't matter as much because your loot and your skill can make up for it. Yeah. But there's just so much in the air in that early game. So I'm happy that they're adding that. Yeah, it's going to solve a lot of the problems that people were having or a lot of issues and things that they were complaining about. They just need to make sure they balance it appropriately. That doesn't go too far and it's banning people who like lose internet connection and stuff like that. Yeah, I wonder if there is a way to... Because they can... You can see people's bandwidth and their server, whatever. Yeah, you can see what the reason is. Yeah, so I mean, maybe if they could have like an algorithm to detect that portion, then those people won't get banned. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, clearly if their internet is that bad that they're cutting out, they probably won't be able to get back online for five minutes anyways. Well, and I would like... I appreciate multiplayer games especially that have like a uh, ping threshold that if yeah. your ping gets too high, they just boot you out because then it becomes too hard for other people to shoot you. Yeah. When you're just, like, teleporting. Derp, 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 yeah. derp. <laughs> uh, people are also not happy that uh, Apex is not being updated enough. And they are saying that the game is losing momentum. People, the game's been out for two fucking months. <laughs> They've already added a new gun, a new character, and a season pass. I'm pretty sure that's probably... That's more than, like, Fortnite did in, like, the first four months of their development. Yeah, and I don't understand what... The game is running smoothly. What update do you really there want? Are, there are quite a few bugs that are some issues, and they don't get patched nearly as quickly as they should for how many people are playing the game. But uh, I, I definitely agree that they need more hot fixes and bug updates, you know, to quash that kind of stuff. But as far as content updates... I think they're fine. Yeah. I think they're fine. PUBG had a long time before they added new content. A long time. Yeah. And they were extremely popular. No one had an issue with their No, I think content. one of my favorite things, I think it was PUBG, was they people were putting their settings on like ultra low 
Oh and yeah, it, because it would unrender grass. Yeah. It's a common tactic in almost all games. You turn your shadows down and, and you turn your vegetation. It, you can only fix it to a certain level because yeah. it's pretty intensive. Uh, and then starting yesterday, Thursday, uh, and through this whole weekend is the Star Wars celebration in uh, Chicago where they just, Star Wars fans get together and talk. Nerd it out. Yeah, nerd it out. So uh, lots of announcements coming out of there. They're showing off a lot of stuff about the Star Wars land at Disneyland. Uh, they talked a lot about uh, Disney Plus, the new Disney streaming service coming in November. It's only going to cost 7 bucks, and it's going to be like Disney, Fox, Marvel, Star Wars. Uh, it's going to have a lot of shit. It's going to be, I'm paying for it. You're going to do it? Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. It's gonna, there's going to be so much stuff on there, and it's going to be all like the old Disney movies too, and shows like i'm gonna watch so many classic disney movies on that and then all their new content they've got they announced that they have the mandalorian coming which is being directed by john favreau who pretty much built the marvel universe as it is now so that'll be great they announced that they're making a hawkeye series with jeremy renner which as long as it fixes haircut i'll be okay i'm sure that means scar joe will be in it and then put it away. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one? Oh, they're going to do a like pre-Rogue One story uh, with Cassian Andor, who is played by Diego Luna, and uh, the robot. What was the robot's name? Oh, I don't know. The security robot that was played by uh, Alan Tudyk. They both will be having their own series, and it'll probably be really good. Uh, so that'll be cool. But they also announced a series called Vader Immortal, which will be a episodic VR game, kind of like Telltale. So it'll be story-driven with some VR action, and it'll be about Darth Vader. Not too many details uh, outed about yet. They also announced that the same day as Borderlands 3 comes out, you can get every Star Wars pinball game ever made, virtual or physical, on in one game on the Nintendo Switch. This is why you want to switch. No, there's many other reasons why I want to switch, but I would definitely get that because it reminds me of anyone who is a true PC gamer will remember Space Cadet Pinball. I loved... You had no internet? That was your go-to. That was your go-to even if you had internet. Yeah, Come on now. It was good. Uh, and unfortunately, we're recording on Friday right now and tomorrow Saturday, which will be... This episode will come out a day after that. Is that how weeks that. work? Is that how they... Yeah. Okay. days Thank in you. order yeah. so uh we'll talk all about the details next week but tomorrow is the announcement of star wars fallen order which is respawn entertainment's first single player archie rpg rpg yeah. hard words yeah. and so the basic premise that we found out is it will take place after uh episode three in order 66 and you will play as a rogue jedi now who is struggling to survive as the empire hunts down and tries to eliminate you this is gonna be cool i'm very excited i'm very happy that we're getting a single player rpg game i uh, me too because it's been a lot of online stuff and then there's like the well there's no lego and Star so Wars, but they're they're modeling it a lot after the knights of the old republic series and uh the jedi outcast series so it's gonna f- hopefully be open world with a large focus on uh, narrative. Uh, they actually said they had a team of five writers working on this. Wow. So I have high hopes. Uh, and then they today they showed I had it's not gaming related, but I had to talk about it. 
Caution, this might be a long rant, though. No, I'm going to try and keep it short because okay. we're almost halfway out, halfway through our time. Um, episode 9 trailer came out today, and... Uh, Jamie does not approve. I'm wounded. The last yeah. the last movie hurt me, and I know J.J. Abrams does good stuff, and I'm glad he's directing it, but I don't know if he can salvage the train wreck that is this <laughs> trilogy right now. Uh, so the movie's called Rise of Skywalker, which is a terrible, terrible name. <laughs> I really don't like it. It sounds like unimaginative and cheesy, and Luke Skywalker's dead, so... <laughs> So, uh, I don't know really what's going on here. Yeah, I'm not seeing the Rise of Skywalker portion. Uh, but I guess I'll have to find out. But yeah, trailer's like two minutes long. It hits you with a whole hodgepodge of stuff. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. But, so, like, it opens up with a, with, uh, Rey running in a desert with her lightsaber. And, uh, Kylo Ren is trying to run her over in his TIE fighter. And it cuts right as she flips over the TIE fighter and is probably going to chop off the wing. So that already is just completely ridiculous to me. (laughs) Why he's like, he's like flying like miles to try and like crash into her essentially because she's on the ground and he's in his TIE fighter and he's not shooting at her. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Just blow the whole thing up. So much is wrong with that scene. Uh, And then they hit you with a whole hodgepodge of like clips here and there and it's really hard to track what's happening. Maybe for a good reason. Notable things. Uh, I can't remember his name. And it really bothers me. The guy who played Lando Calrissian in the original movies. Oh, the original movies. Yeah. No, I don't know that He's name. back in it reprising his role. That makes me happy. Uh, I mean, he's a good guy. I don't know how he's going to fit into the movie yet. Yeah. But he's in it. Uh, they showed a picture of... Part of the destroyed Death Star on some planet, which I'm probably assuming is Endor, or uh, what was the other planet that the Death Star was above? I don't know, Meganer. Yavin, Yavin Four. That was just a moon. Yavin's an actual planet, so I don't know. They <laughs> they just showed like part of the wrecked like ring of the satellite weapon, and I don't know how that will fit in either. Uh, I'm trying to think of other notable highlights. Princess Leia is obviously still in. Kylo Ren is still in it. They showed Kylo Ren killing some people. They showed him actually killing someone with the little two prong things on the side of his lightsaber. Stop it. That everyone thought was completely useless. <laughs> so he does like a body slam of a guy with that. And then the trailer closes with Emperor Palpatine laughing. Which was a wrench that I did not want thrown into the movie. <laughs> the Episode 7. Or yeah. No. 8. 7 was Force Awakens. 8 Last Jedi ruined like everything jj abrams like outlined a story started it off nice and safe was very you know basic and then they give ryan johnson creative freedom and he throws the script out and does whatever the fuck he wants and ruins the whole series it's bad it was bad and so now jj is trying to salvage it and he ryan johnson pretty much killed off all the main villains yeah in the last movie yeah and None of them are coming back. That has been confirmed. <laughs> yes, they rise from the dead. So I guess what is rising? So, and Palpatine is alive, which I always kind of thought that he would be the main villain in these anyway, because in a lot of the books and the comics and stuff, he had clones of himself that would run the galaxy. And they even had clones of him in uh, Battlefront 2 
the story campaign of that trash game had uh, a clone of him leading remnants of the Empire. So I'm guessing that's what's going to happen. Uh, the part I did appreciate was at the end of the trailer, um, when the lights came back online, the actor, uh, like Ian McDermott, uh, who played Palpatine in episode one, two, and three came out on stage. People lost it. <laughs> they were like cheering and stuff. And he, when he finally got like, quieted down, he raised a microphone and he was like, roll it again. <laughs> His accent, <laughs> they started playing again. It was great. Uh, and so that's it for Star Wars. And... Notable things coming out this week on Tuesday, April 16th. We have World War Z, which is a zombie co-op survival game, kind of like Left 4 Dead 2, coming out. But with obviously the in the world of World War Z and the kind of zombie horde mechanics. Game to keep an eye on. I hope it's good because it looks like it could be a lot of fun. And then my personal favorite, Anno 1800, is coming out, which is the latest in the Anno series, which is a combination of a city builder and an RTS uh, their last game wasn't very good. They've gone back to a lot of their roots in the beginning of the series, and I've been playing some of the beta tonight, and it's I'm loving it. Yeah. So it'll be good. Very happy. All right, main content with only ten minutes to go. Good Ooh. job. I know it's timing. You gotta stop me on these rants. You I gotta, know. Like, I gotta. <laughs> you gotta cut me off. I need to get like a saga horn or like a dog whistle or something. No, that'd be too aggressive. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You can just like flash me hand signals or like tap me and like, or just say stop. Don't give me an okay symbol, you <laughs> hate person. I can't, I I struggled to think yeah, of something. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so there was an issue with Ubisoft uh, today about uh, third parties being able to log into your account, which actually wasn't the case. So someone uh, made a report and posted some stuff uh, they saw that someone had been logging into their Ubisoft account there in the U.S. Saw someone logging into their account in like France and like other parts of Europe, and so they're like they contacted Ubisoft support like you're supposed to do. They changed their password, and Ubisoft support told them along the lines of something like, "Oh, we allow third parties to access your account, and they don't need the two-factor authentication," which this person had, and they're like. What the hell? You're just letting other companies, yeah. other companies, access my account and gather my information. And apparently, uh, I'm sure that person was probably fired. And a couple other people had similar issues with Ubisoft support when that happened to them. And they would try and change their email and their password, and it wouldn't work. People were still logging in. And so a Ubisoft rep uh, developer came out and said, "No, that was completely wrong. What they told you." that there is a known bug right now where like people who are using like old phone updates and using like an old version of the Ubisoft Uplay app can log into other people's accounts bypassing the two-factor authentication because hmm. it isn't part of the app. And so they're working on fixing it and that it was a misunderstanding that they don't share your information. No one's allowed to log in and view your stuff. That's a big oof. Yeah, so it was a huge blunder, but luckily they kind of got it. Uh, corrected pretty quickly before it really blew up because Ubisoft's in a great spot right now. They can just sit back and watch Epic Games, and EA, and Activision just get explode, implode, yeah. destroy themselves. Yeah. And all Ubisoft has to do is just like make acceptable content and not have any fuck ups, and they're good. Yeah. So keep on doing what you're doing, Ubisoft. Uh, and then 2K. Yeah, so uh, 
2K, which is the publisher for Borderlands, and they made a lot of sports games in the past, uh, were banning people on their Steam group who were bitching about uh, Borderlands and the Epic Games exclusivity. And they came out with a statement saying that they weren't banning people. They were just getting rid of people who were spamming and being uh, toxic. So who knows actually what was happening uh, in that, but it just, the whole thing just sounds ridiculous. Their official statement was just said that they were appropriately moderating the group chat. Yeah, no. <laughs> we will not be silenced. Nine. <laughs> uh, and then Gearbox also released a statement saying that they are happy with the timed release, timed exclusive release schedule of uh, Borderlands, which the way I interpret that is they are not happy that it's being exclusively released on Epic Games, uh, but they are at least happy that it will be coming to Steam. Eventually. Eventually. That's yeah. the way I kind of interpret it. Yeah. It's all just a huge bunch of mess. I just don't understand what the need was to do an exclusive on Epic Games. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Greed. I don't know why they can't just release it on both. Yeah, but. I know. Well, I mean, if they did that, then no one would buy it on Epic Games. I don't know who would honestly buy it there. Well, and so there was a... On a gaming forum today, they talked... Uh, not this, but this week, someone uh, broke down all the details behind this uh, Epic Games like developer deal, their backroom deals that they're making. And so, as a developer, you know, Epic will take... 12% of the profits, developer gets 88%, whereas uh, at the time that they pulled this information, Steam was doing 30-70. I think they've since changed it to 20-80. Uh, but what the big thing the article talks about is, uh, one, Epic Games has much more limited payment options. You can There's far few things you can use to purchase uh, content through them, whereas Steam has got, Steam accepts all credit cards, they have their own gift cards, they have various forms of mobile payment, and it changes depending on what the preferred payment methods are in various countries. So it seems very adaptable, whereas you, Epic Games is not. I almost said Uplay. I was going to say. Epic Games is not. And then what they also, uh, as a consumer, uh, one thing I appreciate about Steam is, and why they're probably their transact, why their uh, their take is probably higher is because Steam is eating the transaction costs. So the costs of uh, using that online payment, they eat that, they pay for that out of pocket, which is the industry norm in consumer, you know, that's the way it is everywhere. Or people factor that into their price of their products right. that they sell. Yeah. Epic Games doesn't do that. They charge you. So, you know, your game costs 60 bucks and say you're using MasterCard and MasterCard's got a four percent transaction cost well you're going to pay four percent of that 60 games sixty dollars in additional to whatever tax you pay yeah so that's just scummy yeah and the, they've always been like that but obviously the whole reason they're doing that too is so they can offer the 12 percent. because if they ate the cost then obviously they would raise yes. their their take as well so it to me it's really just silly i think that uh Steam still offers the better product and service, and I know I ranted heavily about Epic Games this week, so I'm trying not to today. <laughs> but I still think Steam offers the better service, and I don't mind a little competition. 
um, between online platforms, but it's not competition when you're trying to force people to use your platform and your platform sucks. So, and then uh, there was a bunch of tweets from Tim Sweeney, the uh, CEO of Hell. No, no comment on that? No. I thought about it. I was going to have something prepared, but I was too lazy. You're so, you're so like, you need to contribute today. I'm feeling this is a very one-sided vibe. I'll just turn off your side of the microphone. And... I mean, if we can rant about Star Wars some more, I can get you riled up. <laughs> yeah, but then that's just listening to me rant and why I enjoy listening to myself talk. <laughs> yeah. You just, your eyes just kind of glaze over. Oh, and... I know you were going on your thing about Star Wars. I'll let you be. Yeah. There will be my time will come. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so he was on Twitter again. Uh, God, just look at him. Look at his face. He looks like a pedophile. Oh, he's a creepy looking dude. Like, yeah. He needs... I feel like he needs to grow facial hair to make himself less creepy, and that's not something you hear a lot. He needs to grow facial hair. He needs to get a fucking haircut that doesn't look like he lives in a van. And he needs to get some glasses that weren't made in, like, the 1970s. Yeah. I mean, I know that's a terrible thing to say to a person, but, like, look up a picture of him. He's... <laughs> just go look. He needs to do a little bit of work. A little bit of work. Uh, so he was tweeting this week and, uh, cause a lot of people were obviously upset, uh, still are upset about Epic Games and the future of Epic Games. So people were hitting him with the tweets this week. And for those that you don't know, Epic Games is owned, well, solely owned now by Tencent, which is a, uh, the second largest Chinese corporation behind Alibaba. And they also own Riot Games, and they own a couple other... Uh, they own On Mass Entertainment, which is the owner of PUBG. Um, so they're a pretty massive company. Um, and someone tweeted uh, that per the EULA, which is the third-party you know agreements with the developer and whatnot, uh, for the Epic Store that... Uh, Epic Games can share all of its user data with Tencent, and then Tencent has the rights to, in turn, share that data with whoever they want, um, which most of the time is going to be the Chinese government. Fun stuff. Yeah, and so Tim Sweeney responded to that, saying Tencent has no access to customer data. And it's like, bro, what shit are you trying to serve? Like, pers- people are, like, almost directly quoting you can't quote any eola in twitter because there's not enough characters for all that legal jargon but they're basically paraphrasing you know like word for word that it says that you can do this yeah so it's just uh, he's just a terrible person (laughs) and tencent is not an investor uh because an investor is when someone owns they contribute money and they own a portion. portion. Tencent owns the entirety of Epic it's Games their stock. their company. They used to be a investor and only owned like 5%. And then they just slowly grew that. So now they are the majority owner, if not the sole owner. I haven't looked up the data recently. But I'm pretty sure they're the sole owner. So, you know, Tim Sweeney, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um... And, but it, can, it didn't get any better from that. Uh, and so, on top of that, uh, this guy that was commenting is 
really reading his financial statements. He's really digging into uh, which all power for him because that's why those documents are out there. Uh, Tencent also owns uh, two seats on the board of directors and of Epic Games board of directors, which makes sense if they're the majority owner uh, that they would have seats. And so, um, again, they can make, you know, as, you know, director, they can drive decisions of the company. That's what the board does. And uh, Tim Sweeney delivered some bullshit saying that uh, investors have access to Epic Games financial statements. Yep, we know that. That's the way it works. Uh, you can, and, and he, for whatever reason, he's like, oh, you can go look up EA's financial statements online. It's public, publicly available. Uh, but investors don't have access to Epic, Epic Games customer data. So it's like, it was the same guy that followed up with this tweet. So it was like he was, oh man, we've gone over, uh, so it was like he was like still writing the same fact that Tencent has all the rights to get this data, and Tim Sweeney is just off in his own uh, la la land. And then last year, uh, if you remember, there was that huge breach of Epic Games uh, security. People got logins, credit card information. You know, Epic Games sent out emails. I don't know if you got an email. No, I did. No, I never did. I did, and I checked my data then. Uh, and so someone asked about that, you know, how, you know, how are they going to keep our, uh, our stuff secure and whatnot? Cause it's been a huge issue with Epic Games with people stealing information and then charging massive amounts of money to people's credit cards. And so Tim Sweeney responded by saying that no Epic Games login data has ever been leaked and that hackers have been known to use databases of emails and passwords to log into any site not just epic games and it's like man really you sent out like emails and there was like publicly issued statements and stuff like this is common knowledge that he's denying so it's uh he's done so he talked about um bringing back new games and improving their ui uh he talked about adding indie developers eventually and it's yeah. Fuck Epic Games. And fuck Tim Sweeney. Uh, if I was Tencent, I would get a better CEO. At least to get him out of the PR nightmare that they're in. I agree. Thank you for contributing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and so finally, this is the article we're going to touch on. Not really get into. There was an article that came out this week that got me kind of heated. <laughs> Uh, and so the title of the article, it came out on Vox, uh, which is like a tech and, was it's just mostly tech and stuff like out media yeah. outlet, right? Yeah. So the article was titled, White Supremacists Are Trying to Recruit American Teens Through Video Games. And so then the subtitle was, uh, A Scholar of Gaming Culture on What Went Wrong with Gamer Culture and Why White Nationalists See Gamers as Potential Allies. So, as you can expect, it's a super politically charged article uh, that I think within, what is it, the second or third paragraph, uh, they mention that there is no known instances or links 
of white supremacist groups recruiting gamers. So the whole title was super clickbaity. Uh, but what the article goes on to talk about is just the gamer culture that it is now. And mostly it's just internet culture, I think, and just how toxic it is and the edgy humor and jokes that people make. And it's really something that we could talk for forever on, and we've talked for quite a bit on it tonight. But uh, we're going to save it for a bonus episode. And uh, we have a mutual friend who's a sociologist that we'll probably bring in and uh, give us the people side of it. Yeah. And then we'll obviously represent the... I will represent the white male <laughs> gamer side of it. Yes. You can represent the, the minority gamers. And yes, I will. Then we have the sociologist to mediate. There we go. So, uh, it's kind of it for this week. Yes, it is. Um, any, any upcoming stuff um, you want to mention? No, other than our hentai thing coming up um which we're trying to get our videos and things like that for yeah the youtube probably there probably won't be a youtube video of it until summer because we got to get some more equipment for that and that obviously takes more time and effort to throw all together let us know if you want us to do like vlogs and things like that um because that is a possibility it's super easy to do especially now iphones yeah great videos which we can maybe even try and do the um entire thing on an iPhone it might work out fairly well but I don't think it will work out very well I'm telling you right now I've done it and it's not bad we'll we'll give it a shot and see but yeah let us know what you think send us messages on our Instagram and our Twitter if you use either of those and as always continue to leave us reviews comment subscribe rate all the stuff yeah all that so uh good luck have fun out there yeah